0: From the Cyber Hub bunker in studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, Security Gang. Welcome to another exciting episode and our final episode of the week here. 40 Cyber Hub podcast, We're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, now X, Twitch, Rumble, all of your favorite podcasts, uh, all of your favorite social media platforms, as well as your favorite podcast listening platforms. You can catch us all there. Please make sure to check out our Substack, jamesazer.substack.com. All of our exclusive content goes exclusively to our Substack subscribers. You can check that out there. So some really cool stuff. So without further ado, I'm obviously not in the studio. I'm not in my traditional setting. It's really early where I am. Uh, I can't disclose my location yet. (laughs) And I don't have espresso. So with that being said, please raise your cups. Join me for a coffee cup cheers this morning, and uh, I'll I'll make up for it. Now, just for uh, complete transparency, there'll be no show on Monday. Monday is Yom Kippur. And as such, I'll be in a fast and in a day of deep atonement for all of my sins for the last year, and something that's very acceptable to do in uh, Judaism uh, before Yom Kippur is ask for forgiveness. And it's asking for forgiveness for people you hurt, whether intentionally or not intentionally. And so because I spent so much time with all of y'all every single day, I want to go ahead and ask for y'all forgiveness, if I hurt you intentionally or not, whether uh, um, um, I knew about it or I didn't um i'm deeply apologetic for any comment i may have made that may have been uh uh uh, hurtful to you in any sort of way and uh and and to uh shana tova we continue to say shana tova at the 10 days of atonement in hebrew as a general rule of thumb so now you've gotten the little judaism lesson for this thursday morning now, you've had your cup of coffee, coffee cup, cheers. Let's go ahead and get started with our show because we've got some really important things to talk about, including finally uh, the saga at MGM is restored to normal operations. MGM posted on X that they're pleased that all other hotels and casinos are now operating normally. It took them around about 11 days to get things back up and running. Caesars, for their end, disclosed last week to federal regulators they also suffered a cyber attack. Caesars, in based in Reno, is reported to have paid between $15 of the $30 million ransom sought by a group called Scattered Spider for the promise of securing the data. So there's that MGM back up and at it. That's good news. Um, It just shows you restoring isn't a 24-hour thing. In some cases, it took them here around 10 days. The sheer scale of doing this thing probably demanded that long um, and, and trying to get their feet under them. Uh, probably took three, four days out of these 10. So with that being said, it's good that they're back up. Now we we wait for the postmortem. We see what's going to happen in terms of reporting, in terms of spend, in terms of share price, in terms of lawsuits, in terms of turnover, in terms of business impact and financial impact. And those are really going to be the the test of this ransomware. Don't let this one slip. I won't let you. We're going to be watching it. Uh, very much so Uh, remember these guys make around 14 billion a year which is 270 million in revenue per week they were down for a week and a half take that 270 add that that's around 400 million dollars y'all it's just under 400 million dollars so when people say well they paid a ransom you've got 400 million dollars of an eruption take that fbi for their end are now issuing a warning on the snatch ransomware as a service this is group uses a malware that forces windows computers to reboot into safe mode before encrypting files um, is extremely noteworthy this would appear to be the case with snatch since its operation has started at uh, and and been seen since at least 2018 now there's a alert for this and the reason there's an alert is because the threat actor is now targeting a wide range of critical infrastructure sectors including the it sector the u.s defense industrial base the food and agricultural uh, vertical with the most recent attacks happening in june these snatch threat actors as constantly involved their tactics to take advantage of current trends in the criminal space and leverage successes of other ransomware variants uh, according to the advisory so the advisory didn't offer any sort of explanation why now uh, some people might want to guess we're, we're not in the guessing game on this show it's either one of two things either we're about to see a whole bunch of people report to the fact that were victims of this ransomware. So now they're issuing the warning before the public notices go out. Or additionally, they're seeing a buildup and, and a very big infrastructure here. And they want people to take these things seriously. They want to kind of get everyone updated and looking at these and understanding what they're going to be dealing with if an attack were successful on their specific organizations. Uh, they target weakness in RDP. They look to move laterally within your network. Again, traditional malware uh, uh, type of uh, activity. And North America targets are the primary ones. And so with that being said, uh, that's something to keep in mind for today. T-Mobile app glitch is letting other users see other users' account information. T-Mobile said customers uh, could temporarily, I guess, see other people's account and billing information after logging into the company's official mobile application. According to user reports on social media, it included customers' names, phone numbers, addresses, account balances, credit card details, like the expiration dates in the last four digits of the number. Those are not PCI. That's typically standard operating procedure, by the way. Expiration dates, last four, typically you can, can see those. This was first reported by The Verge, where some of the customers could see the sensitive information of multiple other people when logging into their own accounts. A massive number of reports starting to surface on Reddit and Twitter. Uh, T-Mobile has now said that they are addressing this issue. It wasn't an attack, but rather a glitch in their uh, uh, mobile app that allowed this, and T-Mobile's been just, man. uh, They've been through this more times than one can imagine. Um, From 2018, I think there's, there's seven or eight of these. Uh, uh cases, some of them have been ransomware, some of them have been data breaches. Uh yeah, not a good day for T-Mobile customers or a T Mobile security team. Not that this is their fault, by the way. This is a glitch in the system. Typically, security is not aware of those until they actually happen. Japanese electronics giant Omron is recently patching programmable logic controller known as PLCs and engineering software vulnerabilities that were discovered by Dragos during an analysis of a sophisticated piece of malware. Dragos has said that one of the flaws, a critical hard-coded credential issue, tracked the CVE-2022-34151, can be used to access Amaran PLCs, has been targeted by ICS attack framework known as the Pipe Dream and Controller. Uh, this is state-sponsored threat groups potentially linked to the Russian government. Drago's determined last, uh, last year that one of the Pipe Dreams components named Bad Omen had exploited this to interact with an HTTP server on targeted uh, information there. So there's that now that's been patched. And so a researcher, Michael Hainzel, has been credited by Omron for reporting the vulnerability. He's discovered others in the past. So people like him help keep us all a little bit safer. If you do know Michael, give him a shout. A ukrainian criminal is suspected of being behind the free downloader attack uh, this is now being acknowledged as the maintainer of the free download manager uh, acknowledged a security incident dating back to 2020 that led to its website being used to distribute a linux uh malicious linux software less than 0.1 of the visitors had encountered the issue adding that the problem may have gone undetected until now this is now being attributed to someone in Russian again. Something, uh sorry, someone in Ukraine. Something to kind of keep in mind is these websites, these these pop-up downloads, these things that sometimes our developers trust aren't always there for them. Also, TransUnion and Durin are denying that they were hacked. They're saying that the leaks that are being put out there are linked to a third party. Well, wouldn't that be you? So TransUnion are denying the claims of a security breach after U.S. DOD, uh, an attacker who's uh, published other information, said that they've stolen data from the company's network, the Chicago-based company with over 10,000 employees that serve millions of consumers, 65,000 businesses from 30 countries. They've saying that they've partnered with an outside cybersecurity and forensic experts. They've launched a thorough investigation at this time. We and in our internal and external experts have found no indication that TransUnion system has had been breached. Or that any data had been exfiltrated from our environment. It could be old data, by the way. So they don't have the records to go back to it. They're just publishing it now. Um, according to the US DOD's listing published on a hacking forum over the weekend, the database allegedly stolen from the transunion system includes a wide range of sensitive information of roughly fifty-nine thousand people worldwide, which would account to less than like one percent of what they really have. Um, so dod is a former member of the notorious breach forums. Um, that was seized by law enforcement back in june uh this person's also responsible for the infraguard user database and and many others so we'll see i mean again there's some credence to this be interesting to see what actually happens there china for their end they're now pointing the finger at big bad america saying you guys keep hacking our wayway servers and stealing critical data and putting backdoors since at least 2009 and we're just victims of big evil america no you're not you're 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 literally like a communist government that's violating human rights right and left your predatory lending is leading to countries corrupt countries selling out their people and selling out their people's assets from under them to you uh yeah I'm somehow not feeling bad for China's attempted propaganda here. They've singled out the NSA's computer network operations team for having repeatedly carried out systematic and platform-based attacks. It's the first time China really acknowledges the fact that the U.S. is actively attacking their network since at least 2009. Um, The U.S. for their end haven't really talked about this. This is obviously coming at the heels of a lot of geopolitical tension. In Asia, where a lot of the Pacific uh, activities that are happening by DOD is, are focused against deterring China from any potential in, in tr- any potential invasion or thoughts of invading the small democratic and independent country of Taiwan, the date claim uh, 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 belongs to them as part of the one China policy for their end. They've also claimed that the U.S. has forced technology companies to install backdoors in their software and equipment to conduct cyber espionage and steal data. They're essentially saying that what the U.S. government requires companies to do is what the Chinese require every company to do in China. Something tells me if that was the case, we'd probably see more about this. Again, this is all being published by mouthpieces of the Chinese Communist Party uh, here, uh, trying to just grain some traction. There's no... If if the U.S. is doing this great, they should be doing it. If they're doing it wonderful, if if China's trying to claim victim here, unfortunately, their calls are going to fall on deaf ears. Just saying that. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back on Tuesday with a whole lot more. Again, no show on Monday due to Yom Kippur. For anyone else tuning in, please make sure to go check out all of the latest and greatest content we've got on. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Most importantly, y'all, stay cyber safe.